Hi, good morning and welcome to the School of Serenity. We are here being broadcast by Walk to Serenity and 4MTV, and we are a mental health initiative to bring mental health awareness to the world. I am your host, Kara Keem, and I am an author, a psychotherapist, and a Reiki master. And I have a private practice blending holistic therapy, intuitive empowerment work, and energy work. And I'm so excited to be here today and to introduce our guest, Shannon Willow. She is an award-winning artist. She is an advocate for Mother Earth, and she is a facilitator. And she helps bring people together to share about saving our planet because she knows how important it is that as we save the planet, we also heal ourselves. And so welcome, Shannon. Thank you for being here today. Thank you, Kara. I'm so excited to be with you. Thank you for having me here today. Yes, I'm excited to dive into this juicy topic because if we don't already know, the planet is in significant trouble. And if we're not acknowledging that, we're probably in denial. Indeed. I mean, there is no separation between us and the planet. So, you know, we are in a divine partnership. And, you know, as if in any partnership, if you're only taking, the partnership ends. Yes. And so for me, what I'd like to share with people is that how important it is to be in sacred reciprocity with our Mama Gaia. You know, she's mm -hmm. always giving, ever giving all day long, you know, even things that we're unaware of. And um, so how can we give back? How can we be more in humility with the way we live our daily lives and in integrity with her when no one's watching, you know, yes. and taking, taking good care of her and being a steward of, of our sacred planet? Yes. And I love that reference to the partnership. If it's only one sided, the partnership ends. It's so true. And it becomes toxic as it is becoming for the earth, right? It's becoming toxic because we're not giving back in the way that Gaia, Mother Earth, Pachamama needs to thrive and to heal herself. Yeah. And the thing is, is she knows what to do. And it's, it's us as humans, you know, trying to control the situation, always pruning our yards and making everything tight and in order. And, you know, we think that that, you know, some people think it looks good to be so manicured. And, you know, the truth of it is, is, you know, uh, we're in the red zone with biodiversity and biome, and we really need to be working on taking better care of our soil and allowing our yards to rewild as we rewild our own hearts. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yes. So tell us about the red zone and let's educate our audience a little bit about what's happening out there. Um, sure. Um, so, um, you know, I'm certainly no science scientist, yes. but I'm, I'm definitely passionate about mother earth and, and the issues that we have. And the idea why I started Eco Soul Care was because I want to normalize these conversations because I think, especially in America, people are very like, Ugh, we don't want to talk about this is so depressing. Well, I mean, literally it is depressing. And, you know, we are oppressed by the way we're treating the earth. And so how can we do better to be in right relation? And so, um, you know, the science shows that there's four specific things that right now we're doing you know, that are in the way, the red zone, like if we don't stop now and completely turn everything around the way we're doing it. Um, and I believe that we can do this. We have the power because we're consumers. We have the dollar. We have our own free will to make better choices. Yes. And so the idea is why, what about if we woke up in the morning and we were just curious and we were in awe of mother nature around us and, and we're in wonderment because then that automatically turns it into a place of humility and understanding that sacred co connection and that partnership. Um, and so with the science, you know, um, one of the things we're in the past the boundary in the red zone with um, climate, which is, you know, hot, cold and how the carbon is affecting the atmosphere, mm. which basically eradicates the jet stream. And so that's why you get these superstorms. Yes. Um, and yes. then we have, the lack of biodiversity, these monocultures where, you know, for instance, we're wiping out whole swaths of the Amazon rainforest mm. to plant palm oil. Mm. Uh, one thing you could do is read the labels on your grocery purchases. If it has palm oil in it, stop. 
because we have the power as consumers to turn this around and we're the only ones going to do it. Um, And so um, the biome and, and just allowing these natural places to exist and heal because mother earth knows how to do it in a good way. Um, One of the worst things we're doing is spraying any kind of uh, synthetic pesticides, herbicides, any of that. We're way past the red zone in that nutrients is in terrible shape. And you can see that by all the cancer that's happening in the world. You know, we all have lost someone to cancer and it's, it's a horrible experience to go through, you know, to see someone you love, you know, pass away because we don't have the nutrients in our food and we are putting poison on our lawns. And, you know, if you can do one thing is talk to your HOA, you know, talk to your homeowners association and say, let's work towards regenerative agriculture and creating diversity and planting native species um, in our systems and allowing it to be more wild, allowing the weeds to be, you know, people call them weeds as if they're pests and they're actually medicine. You know, this is traditional medicine, the weeds that are in our yard. So again, I encourage people get back to that curiosity, you know, and be in a place of, wow, this, this dandelion has like, 500 times the, I think it's vitamin K than like any place you're going to get it. And you know, it'll heal your, it'll heal your liver, you know? And so, and the bees need that food, you know, in the spring, you know, so a no mow, if you can do a no mow, you know, I, I grow clover, I grow all kinds of things for the pollinators and the birds. And so, you know, it's real easy to become a wildlife habitat. Um, yes. The National Federation, Wildlife Federation. And, you know, you get a little sign and you feel, you know, I feel jazzed about it when I pull up in my driveway and I see my little sign and all my little weeds and all the plants that are growing there to support our system. Yes. We, yes. When we support our earth system, we are supporting our own system. It's so true. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And I would love for people to learn about that because I personally take dandelion every single day. It's so healing for our guts. It has a lot of healing properties. And so if we're tapped into nature the way indigenous people are, then we are ingesting all of the powerful nutrients that it has to offer. And it's medicine. I mean, it's medicine. The planet has its own natural medicine to give us and for us to heal from. And as we're depleting the soils, we're not getting those nutrients. So really, as we're depleting the earth, yes, we are depleting ourselves. It is this beautiful, rhythmic cycle that's always happening. And so um, I just want people to, to get curious about what the earth has to offer for us. There's so much. And, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm wild about her and I get, I get so excited about just little details like this morning, uh, the place I'm house sitting, I actually was able to save a bee from the pool. It went in to get a drink because often the insects um, drown because they don't have any place to drink. Yeah. Um, from. And so I saved the bee and I was like, oh, it looked like it was dead. It was maybe five minutes later. It literally like flew right in front of my face and went, thank uh, you. You know? Wow. And so, you know, we think that these, these, you know, we consider it like inconvenience or whatever, but the truth of the bees is every single one of them needs to be saved now. Yes. And we need to be planting Absolutely. for the bees because they make our food. Yes. Bottom line, period. There should be nothing put before the pollinators and the insects and the things under our feet, because truly the soil is our savior. It yeah. really is, is taking care of, and if we can start with the compassion of what's under our feet and we're walking gently and we're paying close attention to those beauties that, that we can't even see. I mean, it's, you pick up a handful of soil and there's a whole world right there in your hand that you can't even see that's working as our allies. As there are people, you know, there are allies. So they are, they are. And you know, my biggest problem is where I'm staying at my parents, there's a pool where every time I go to swim, I'm rescuing the bugs the whole time. So I'm not even getting the workout that I really need. And that's, it's a problem. It's absolutely ridiculous. But I think a core issue is, is that we as humans are so disconnected from ourselves that we can't possibly be connected to nature if we're not even connected to our own selves. And and there's this core disconnection from self that's happening, that's affecting mother, that's affecting the bees, that's affecting nature. And I think it's really about this return to self. When we can do that, I know we can, 
we start to see ourselves as part of this larger ecosystem. Indeed. And one of the tools that we have, we have so many tools before us, you know, that we, you know, are, aren't using our conscious awareness to be a part of a relationship. And, you know, one for me is the sacred water life. You know, we have yeah. this beautiful gift that yeah. we are 70 plus percent water. And yeah. so, you know, I believe I'm highly sensitive and I'm highly spiritual yes. and we can put our prayers right into the water as we drink our sacred water. What if we stopped everything and we held held our glasses of water with both hands and yes. we were in complete reverence for every time that we had this precious, precious resource before us yes. because it really truly is. And so if you can just make little conscious movements in the right direction towards our water and, you know, blow our sacred breath into our water, you know, talk to the water. It has memory. Water has spirit. And, oh, you know, yes. it's, there's, there's science behind that, you know, Dr. Emoto's work yep. proved to us that water has feelings and it has, and how, how couldn't it, you know, it is a reflection of us. Yeah. And so what we see with what's happening with our planet, it's a reflection of us. It's a reflection of us. It's absolutely true. Yes. I'm going to pause to take the sacred sip of water. Yes. What? Hmm. What a gift, you know, and there's so much drought happening across our world and the desertification that's happening to our planet, you know, we're at one third of our planet has become desert. And the way we redo and undo is we regenerate the soil. We allow these grasses to grow and there's so much science behind it, you know, there, and let the, let the biome come back and stop manicuring everything and, and allow, and, you know, I know, People like their yard some sort of way, but you know, if you could just take one little area and you know, allow the sticks to break down and the humus to form and the mushrooms to come, all these are our allies, you know, these are our people, you know, and we we forget. We forget. We do forget. And I think we're so busy manicuring ourselves, you know, mm. with all the the dyes and the Botox and all the things. And I'm not passing judgment, but like we're manicuring ourselves so much that we want the world around us to look manicured. I mean, this is very much the culture. You know, we want to be manicured and we want our lawns to be manicured and we want everything to be in this pretty little package with a bow on top that looks really pretty. When the reality is we're humans and we're meant to be messy and the earth is meant to be messy. It's all just part of, you know, how we're supposed to and meant to live. But I think we've we've forgotten that with manicuring everything around us and trying to make everything appear perfect. Indeed. Well, that's the culture and that's the programming, you know, and so I don't even we can't even fault ourselves because it's the programming. Yeah. Well, what we can choose is to start to undo the programming. Um, yes. I've been here in South Florida paying close attention to our our sacred sea, our, our great mother ocean, you know, that takes on 93 percent of our carbon emissions. Um, you know, we've killed 50 percent of our coral reefs across the world. Um, so there's little things we can do, you know, that we don't realize that our choices at home affect the octopus and the sea, affect the yes. turtles, affect the yes. living creatures, you know, and a lot of our medicines come from the sea and the rainforest. And so, um, you know, that's the idea is to understand these are our allies and they're working and we need to get back in harmony with these ones. And, you know, little simple things i mean there's a huge list of things that i could offer to, to our audience today but you know yes. little simple things like taking your canvas bags to the store advocating mm -hmm. for changes to happen being a civic hero because mm -hmm. environmentalism is now being a civic hero every day i write 10 letters there's an app called climate action now that makes it super easy to write letters to your senators to corporations to people still funding pipelines, you know, and we can't do it all, but we can do little baby steps each day, do a little bit more, yes. you know, when no one's looking and make it a part of your daily life, your daily experience. I write 10 letters a day to people in power to ask them to at least keep the climate conscious mind at the forefront of the topic, yeah. because we literally, we have 50 years of soil left. If we don't turn it around with what we're doing with that alone, um, you know, we're using our grandchildren's soil right now. Um, and I mean, nobody wants to talk about it, but let's talk about it. Let's normalize it. 
I let's think, bring it up at the dinner table with our families and friends. You know, let's talk on the phone about this, you know, and make it, you know, a fun topic to talk about because it's it's a hard one to swallow, right? We've destroyed our planet. Who wants to talk about it, right? Yes. Hard. Yes. yes. It is a tough one to talk about. And it's so, so necessary. I mean, right. without it. We just, we've got to make these shifts now, you know? And so I love, I love these suggestions and I want to get into your business down a little bit later, but um, what would you say to the person who thinks, oh, I'm just one person. What difference can I make? Cause I feel like a lot of people have that mentality. It's like, oh, I'm just one person. What I'm doing really doesn't matter in the grand scheme of billions of people. Well, I mean, what if you added one person, one person, and you added all those billions of people together, what do we have then? Yeah. We have the collective working in the right direction Yes. for the sake of the future generations. I mean, you know, that's why I do what I do. I don't have any children, but I have children that I love and yeah. I feel a responsibility to be speaking on Mother Earth's behalf. And, you know, she will do away with us if we don't change our ways. And, you know, we won't be here anymore to be able to witness and be in awe, be in, be in curiosity of the beauty around us. And um, so one person can just do a little bit, do a little bit of your own research, do a little bit each day, each week, you've made a new change. Each month you've made two or three changes. And then you find that your home is starting to green. You feel better. Um, you know, one of the things that's really hard is, is plastic you know, cause they put yeah. everything in plastic. Right. And so it's like, so depressing. I've been walking the beach, picking up trash and people say, Oh, thank you. I say, well, you could do it too. Mm -hmm. I say, and that's what you can do. You yeah. can take the bag and you can pick up the trash yes. and you can believe that your choices and that your actions, your inspired actions do have impact. Yeah. And then if we're all doing it together, wow, look at the impact we've now had. Look right. at all the butterflies flying around our neighborhood because we've taken such good care. We've made it, you know, we've outlawed poisons on our lawn, you know, there's so much we can do. And so, right. you know, inspired action. That's what I would say. Inspired you know? action. Indeed. Yeah. And Lao Tzu says the best gift we can give the world is the gift of our own self-transformation. And so think about that. If we're transforming ourselves, if we're healing ourselves, we're naturally going to bring that to the collective consciousness and, and the collective consciousness is going to be more aware of, of what's around us, the, the bees, the earth, the water, the plastic. I tried, I tried so hard. My social experiment was no plastic and nothing from China for a year. And it is nearly impossible. It literally is nearly impossible. And I was like, why is this so hard? Like to, for something to be that hard and that challenging, I was just like, we've got to completely revamp the collective consciousness because I was at one point, I was like, even if I sew my own clothes, the fabrics are from China. You know, it's just like, it was hard to get around plastic and China. Those were the two things that I was tried. I really was like committed to, and it was just a really challenging feat, but it doesn't mean it's not worth doing. Indeed. And, you know, what if tomorrow you are buying plastic, but today you didn't? So yeah. that's 50% difference, right? So, you know, it's little things like that. Just doing little things each day, a little bit better, a little bit more. And, you know, one of the things that COVID taught us was you can do without. We can oh. surely do without, you yes. know. And so consume less, share more, that old adage, you know, I love that. And I think about that. And, you know, also think that, you know, your actions affect others. We know that, you know, we know that we, you know, you and I believe the quantum theory and all that. I mean, it's real that we, we affect others by our thinking and starts with our thinking. And so if we just think to ourselves, you know, I'm going to be super green today. I'm going to do without, I'm going to do without that, uh, you know, juice that's going to fuel my body. Instead, I'm going to buy a bundle of spinach that only has a thing and I'm going to take the extra time to make the juice myself, you know, and, mm. you know, I mean, there's just so much because we're, we're products of convenience. We love it to be easy and convenient and whatever, but we, once you find that once you're slowing down and being in relationship with the spinach, when you go to the local farmer's market and you learn about your farmer's lifestyle 
and mm. how these farmers work so hard for us to get mm. the food to our plate. You know, um, you know, when I pray over my food, I say, oh, thank you for the farmers and may may their yeah. families also be abundant because we have a gap. We have yes. a gap in our systems that our farmers are not paid fairly. And so fair trade is another label to look for, you know, um, mm. because it's only fair that the farmers get their share cut of, you yes. know, when I say cut, you know, and the more we can move away from the cor big corporate giants and come back to localized economies, come back to knowing your farmers. I mean, that's the first step in greening your kitchen would be know your farmers and go eat, you know, it's a little bit more expensive, but what if we stop these subsidi subsidies that are poisoning, you know, this industrialized farming that started, you know, 80 years ago, we've basically destroyed our soil in 80 years. So mm -hmm. how can we do better? Know yeah. your farmer. Go yes. get your farmer at the local farmer's market, you know? Um, yes. And, you know, again, then, it, then we start to talk about, you know, social justice is climate justice because you have these food deserts. So, you know, it's big, right? It's big. There's so much to discuss. But I think mm -hmm. as basic consumers, we can start to make differences. We can start to kind of, you know, it's okay to do without. It's okay to simplify, you know, yeah. and uh, yeah. be a conscious shopper. And you, you've done a good job in choosing nothing made in China and, you know, as reduce some plastic as much as you can. You as know? much as we can. That's what we have to do. As much as you can. It's as much as we can because I couldn't get away from all plastic in all China. I tried so hard. It's as much as we can. You know, that's, I think that's the mission. Pick one thing and try to do that as much as you can. It's not going to be hundred percent. At least it wasn't for me, but yeah. Um, it, you know, as much as we can. I chose China after watching uh, the documentary of the Dalai Lama awakening. And that was just so profound and so powerful. I recommend for all people to go watch that. But, you know, just this beautiful spirituality and consciousness that's that's available to us through nature and through these incredibly inspiring people. I wanted to support that. I wanted to support nature and plastic and I wanted to support him and and everything he stood for so you know finding what you're passionate about because I think if we can find what like makes us excited and start there that's a good a good place you know mine was Dalai Lama and plastic I was okay what's yours it might be you know something totally different but start where you have the passion and the drive don't you think yeah, indeed. You know, like I'm, I mean, how I relax is I like to take in information on Netflix and there's so many Netflix science-based documentaries that, you know, will help you understand what's really going on with the planet because, you know, we know the programming, we know folks that watch the basic news, you know, it's the same programming and they, they want to keep this system, the money machine rolling. They want to keep corporate corporations at the top. And, um, you know, the best thing to do is buy from local women-owned businesses. There's another one, start with women, especially yeah. now, you know, yeah. like, how do we support women? This is Indeed. the big one on the planet right now. So. And look to our indigenous, uh, you know, the indigenous wisdom, that they're the keepers, you know, they know what to do. And there's so much information in regards to that, that, you know, um, just, returning to sacred reciprocity is the way forward and we can yeah. choose and if we choose to be an apathy to say oh, i recycle you know a lot of people you know put that as their one thing now i'm not saying stop recycling but what we've seen is the system in america is not set up to handle the amount of consumption that happens here and so the truth of recycling is nine percent nine percent is recycled and it's sad because again, you have the apathy, you have the people that throw the, the food containers with the plastic fork, with the salad dressing and whatever. And, you know, why, why not speak into that judgment and shame? Because I struggle with it. It's one yes. of the things that as a highly sensitive person, I get in these loops of yes. what's wrong with these people and this kind of thing, you know, and even myself, I, just, I look at judgment on myself. And so you know, we have to figure out how to have a balance, you know, in that and also understanding the truth about, you know, some of the information we're being kind of spoon fed from the TV or new, depending on what you take in, you know, um, we need to dig a little deeper. You know, we need to take the time to dig a little deeper. We need to take the time to sit with Mother Earth 
Yeah. She's our sacred healer. She um, is. She you know. is. Yes. As we connect to the earth, we deeply connect with ourselves. And I love that you've mentioned being a highly sensitive person because Elaine Aaron, who coined the term, has her PhD and has done all of the research around highly sensitive people. And I give PowerPoint presentations based on her work and everything. She's written several best-selling books. But she says that highly sensitive people, so she's not some woo-woo person who's just like, you know, out of the box thinking. She's actually done the research. And highly sensitive people um, are affected by moon cycles, by barometric changes, by humidity, by planetary changes. I mean, there's actual research. So as our planet is suffering, it is true and researched and a fact that highly sensitive people are actually feeling those changes, which is just mind-blowing and fascinating. Yeah. I mean, I, I have my own physical pains that I deal with and I can feel the pain. I mean, I drive down the road and they're cutting trees and, you know, it's like, and I go to the sea and it's full of, you know, sargasm, which is a, you know, a seaweed that basically, I mean, I've, I've barely been able to be in the sea because of the amount of sargasm in the sea. And, you know, what I like to do is I just, I sing songs to her. I take my rattle and I sing songs and, Mm -hmm. The next day, the sea cleared up and I was able to swim. And so, you know, it's like things like that, that people think that their energy, their 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 vibe that they're putting out in the world, what they're offering through their thoughts, words and actions doesn't matter. But it indeed matters because we are a collective. We are. We, we have to make better choices for the children. We and, do. you know, happy full moon today. I don't know if yeah. you're feeling full, <laughs> but I'm, yeah. I'm definitely feeling full on this full buck moon. Yeah. Um, and you know in deep gratitude and you know if we could if we could just return to humility with our relationship with mother earth you know and be super grateful for what's on our plate you know starvation's happening all over the world the desertification happening all over the world our own colorado river's drying up it doesn't even run to mexico anymore you know and we're seeing the whole southwest um you know i'm sure that's affecting food prices and so People are directly affected by our climate crisis and it is a crisis. It is a crisis. And we have, we have seven years to draw down our carbon. Mm. Um, We're, we're at a way past the red zone with this. And, you know, I could sit and offer numbers, but I don't know that that helps people. I think, how do we get people feeling? How do we get people in the emotional state of being in love with mother earth and greening your own heart? you know, and be in right relationship with the, the little people under our feet mm-hmm. and the wildlife and uh, stop seeing snakes as, as bad. And, oh, you know, people want to poison everything. And put, put, I mean, it's just like, I, I struggle with, with the judgment piece. And I, I admit that freely, you know, because I want to address that piece. I want to address the shame piece, you know, because I think it starts there, you know, how can we be in a place of, you know, um, knowing that we make such a difference that our choices matter and inspired action matters. And yes. so let's get out of the apathy. Let's get in yes. a place of empathy and, yes. and even sympathy for mother earth. And, and I love that highly sensitive people feel the pain of her. And I, you know, I, I feel like I'm suffering because I watch her suffer and yeah. um, you know, and we can awaken you know, and we can have these, we can normalize these conversations. So yes, more people awaken. Yes. It's liberating to awaken to the power of mother earth. Yes, it is. It absolutely is. Our choices matter. I love that. It's so important. That's such a great takeaway. Our choices matter. And so based on your passion, you've started your company, Eco Soul Care, and so tell us more about Eco Soul Care and, and your mission and just what, what you're doing with Eco Soul Care, because I love it. Yeah. So um, the idea is to help people become um, conscious shoppers, but not only conscious shoppers, conscious two-leggeds. Um, and so there's a spiritual component to Eco Soul Care. So I like to say it's customized sustainability plans for families to green their homes. And it's also an edge to green your heart, you know, to become in right relation. So I use the power of the elements 
to return people to just having the elements and their awareness of how they use the elements every day, you know, like our sacred water life, you know, another thing people, we breathe freely, right? We're breathing and, you know, we're seeing what's happening to our, you know, our atmosphere is what's in our lungs. And so what are we doing to our atmosphere? And so the idea is just to raise awareness around what we're doing to not only in our own homes, but how we move about in the world. And, um, you know, the idea also is to normalize these conversations. And I know I've said it like three or four times, but, you know, I think people are afraid to talk about it. They feel like it's such a negative place to be. But what happens if we don't talk about it? You know, if we don't normalize the conversations, if we don't make better consumer choices, um, you know, as we're going about our daily lives, you know, when no one's looking. So, you know, eco soul care is exactly that. What is the color of your eco soul? You know, how green is your home currently? And how can we get you all the way to the most beautiful spring green, you know, or, or whatever that color is that resonates with you, you know, um, yes. we can, we can do it. I have to believe we can do it. And oh, that's our, yeah. And I you have, have a child. So is that why you make choices, um, you know, with your, with your, you know, board movement are you are you doing it mostly because of her or what what's your motivation you know i think i i i'm certainly doing it for her but i think i was want, doing it before her i think my motivation is truly the sustainability of this planet i mean i too love the earth she is a great healer she is a great teacher she has so much medicine and so much power and, you know, it's full of miracles, so full of miracles. Mm. And so I think that when we can appreciate Pachamama as the mother, as the mama, we, um, how can you not want to participate in helping and saving? And I'm certainly not perfect. I mean, I want to keep getting better and better and better. You know, I want to keep growing. Um but I think people who are these big advocates, it's just such important work. Do you know Rob Greenfield? Have you, are you aware of him? I'm, I'm sure. He's on Instagram. I think you'd enjoy him, but he is another advocate. I could see you all coming together. I would, I think you guys would love each other, but I can't remember how long it was, but he wore every piece of trash that he consumed. It might've been for a month or something like that, but he was walking around. He's like, this is the visual of what we're just tossing into the landfills. And so he has like these radical ways of, of bringing environmental awareness. But um, I think people like you, people like him, people like me, if, if you're paying attention, you can't help but love the earth and know how profound and important and special it is. Yeah, indeed. You know, as an artist, I mean, I've been a painter for 30 years. I'm a trained painter. I've, you know, been doing murals. My, art business is based on community building. And I've always used my murals and my oil paintings and so forth as a way to talk about nature and to understand how people are connected to nature. And, you know, then I started Eco Soul Care because I saw a need for people sort of needing this eco coaching experience Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. they can understand, you know, move past the overwhelm and into clarity and integration of how, you know, you can work with the earth by being a consumer. You can yes. work with the earth by being having a moment of prayer or meditation in the morning, mm-hmm. being in prayer when you're with your sacred water of life, you know, as you hold it or you shower with it or however you're in relation um, with our water. Um, we know we use fire. We use breath. We use earth. We use these yeah. elements all yeah. the time. They're all a part of us. They're, They're absolutely- all a part of our everyday life. And so um, with Eco Soul Care, it's really just a roadmap to green your heart. And what does that look like for you? And so it's very customized for each person. And, um, you know, I want to I want to help people. I'm here. I love that this gentleman wore his trash, you know, because it's it's activism like that, that when you're putting it in people's conscious awareness, when you put it in your mind's eye, you know, then things kind of shift because you can say, whoa, oh, my gosh, look at that. You know, this I mean, don't get me wrong. I consume, you know, I buy. You know, one of the things that I do is I still buy my baby spinach and plastic and I cringe when I put it in my 
shopping bag, you know, and, you know, so you can't do everything, right? We can't always right. do everything, right. but we can read the labels on our beauty products. We can make sure they're not tested on animals. Make yeah. sure that when you're going into the sea, that your sunscreen is reef safe because it's not yeah. fair to yeah. think that we're on the top and everyone else is below us and we can do whatever we want because that's why we're in the boat we're in and it's sinking yeah. fast. Yeah. So, you know, safe. I just noticed that on the sunscreen. Um, I just noticed that. Yeah, that's that's a good one to bring awareness to is reef safe. Yeah. And I think, you know, we can't do it all perfectly because it would be impossible to do it perfectly. But what can we do? You know, yes. Look for reef safe sunscreen. Great. You know, find connect with your local farmers like these these small action items, because I think the problem is so big, we can tend to get overwhelmed by the enormity of it all. Yeah. And read your labels. Buy in bulk if you can. You know, that's another thing you can do and read your labels. Make sure there's no palm oil because we have the power because we have the dollars and we're spending the money. And so, you know, you you saw it change with, say, organics. Right. So people started buying organics. And so Kroger came out with the line. Then Publix followed, you know, yeah. then all these wants to tout there. And then Trader Joe's, you know, everybody's doing it. But That's let's make sure there's not greenwashing involved, you know, that it's not just another consumer buy to get you to buy the product. Read your own labels and make the decisions that's best for you and your family and the planet. And, you know, I want to start a hashtag and I was looking for a good hashtag, Earth First. And I saw that there was already a hashtag, Earth First. But what if every choice we made that that was our first question? Is this good for the Earth? Can th Does this put the Earth first? Yes. You know, because... It matters. And, and we're all in this together, you know? Yes, yes, yes. And that's the thing. These movements happen, you know, the gluten-free movement, the um, organic movement. There are the, the soy-free, dairy-free cheese, you know, the vegan cheese, all these movements happen. And so it, it can happen. It absolutely can. One huge, huge thing that I didn't start doing for the earth, but I started doing for, um, dietary reasons. I was having a lot of inflammation and apparently I was so allergic to soy. Mm. Start reading labels because it's shocking what is hidden in there. It's, it's soy is first of all in everything and I'm going to digress to soy, but it's in everything. So even reading your labels, even if it's no matter what, it just brings that awareness to what we are consuming. And I think that's a huge, huge first step. Yes, indeed. Um, you know, if you can't, if you can't say it, don't buy it. Don't eat it. Yeah. Don't put it in your body. You know, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, any kind of corn base, high fructose corn syrup. I mean, we could get into a whole, we could do a whole pot on just this because, yes. you know, our food system, you know, that is one of the main problems. And that is where we're going to make big impact is our, you know, use your, use your dollars to vote with how you want it to go. Use your voice, you know, um, I encourage everybody that's watching this podcast, download the app Climate Action Now. Mm. The letters are already written to our your senators and so forth. And it's it's a collective that work together. And um, for my carbon footprint, I have to plant 212 trees a year. And I have a pretty low carbon footprint Wow! Um, to offset my carbon footprint. I'm at 26 trees just by using this app. And it's through wow. um, Eden Reforestation. And it helps... Uh, farmers, no income, low income families in third world countries and parts of the world that they're planting these trees and they have an income and my action here affects their life, you know, mm -hmm. gives them a job. And, and it also helps our planet because that's what's going to cool the planet. Our topsoil sequesters carbon. It holds the carbon. You know, when you over farm and it becomes dust, if it crumbles in your hand, there's no nutrients in it. If you can make a fist and it stays balled together, Mother Earth is so beautiful when she's so rich like that. So be yes. curious, you know, what's in there, or those microbes. That's us. Yes. That's us. That's our gut. That's our health, you know. And so mm -hmm. we're taking care of the soil. Then we're yes. taking care of ourselves. Yes. So. Yes. Yes. And our mental health, because we now know in mental health that the gut is the missing link. The gut is absolutely the missing link. And so, uh, you know, 90% of our brain chemicals are made in our gut. So serotonin and dopamine, what we're putting in our gut and how nutrient dense and nutrient rich it is directly affects 
our happiness, our serotonin, our, our brain chemistry. We are that interconnected. And that's what I don't think everyone fully understands is that deep, deep interconnectedness and sacred reciprocity. Mm. So as we are making the soil more nutrient rich and, you know, more absorbent, it actually gives us those nutrients that then help our brain chemistry and help our gut health and our brain health. So, I mean, it's that interconnected. It's just amazing how, you know, how much reciprocity there is there. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things to help shift that mind's eye, make a little note to yourself. I am nature. Yes. Put it up where you see it. And, you know, maybe you'll make different choices. You know, I'm not separate from nature. I am the sacred water of life. I am mother earth, you know, yes. I am the atmosphere, you know, because it's in our lungs, we're breathing it, you know, the amount of plastic that's being consumed. And, you know, until we start saying no, until we cut that way back on our shopping lists, um, you know, they're going to keep producing it. You know, it started, I think the first plastic was made in 18. 52, I believe, because it was this moldable material. So you think about everything from 1852 that's ever been made in plastic is still here on our planet. They're finding microplastics in the living human brain, in the living tissue of these patients, you know, that, and it's, it's astonishing. Every toothbrush you've ever used, every toothpaste tube you've ever used wow. is still here on the planet. And, wow. You know, People want to think that it's something else. There's like, oh, throw it away. Yeah. Hey, friends, there is no away. There this is, is our sacred planet. Yes. Yes. Indeed. It's going somewhere and it's here on the planet. Yeah. That's right. Gosh, my friend had just sent me an article, another place that's really, really um, harmful for the planet. And I didn't even realize it is the fashion industry and clothing industry. And there, there's like a desert in Chile and in South America where it's just close. I mean, I had a picture on my phone. It's unbelievable, just massive, like deserts full of clothes that there's nowhere for them to go. It's just all that synthetic fiber and there's nowhere for these clothes to go. And there's, I'm going to have to send you these pictures. It's literally just deserts full of clothes in South America. Yeah, yeah. fast fashion is a horrible producer it's made of plastic it's used oil you know you think about maybe like one jeans jacket takes like 27 gallons of water to produce one you know it's these it's these ways that we're not aware of that are destroying our planet and so you know fast fashion yes you know our our ancestors got a needle and thread out and we sewed things up and you know that's even trendy now oh rips and little patches and little you know things it's like you know, set, make your own trends, make things cool that, you know, our ancestors thought was cool, you know, and, and it, you did it because you had to do it. And, you know, just the idea of where you put your money matters and where you're, you vote with your dollar, every dollar you spend makes a big impact on our earth. And so, yeah, you know, occasionally buy yourself a little thing, you know, that makes you feel good. I mean, I'm not like, you know, super strict, but I try to be very strict about buying only thrift things these days. And, you know, um, there's plenty of clothes to be had that are in perfectly good condition. And, you know, that's again, that's back to the programming is we have to undo this programming. Right. And, uh, you know, you have to make your own conscious decision and help others wake up, you know, yeah. wake up to your dollar matters, your voice matters and your choice matters. And so what are you doing with those three things, you know, to help our planet earth first, you know, um, hashtag eco soul care, because we can do it. We can do it. Like just fall back in love with mother earth. You know, she's yeah. working, she's working for us and we have to return to right relation. This is a partnership and their partnership. Indeed. Yeah. No, no more business as usual. We've got to get away from that, you know? Yes, 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 yes. I love, I love that. So this is a partnership, the sacred reciprocity. There have been a few gems you've been saying that have been like, ah, oh, yes, absolutely. The sacred reciprocity and the partnership, I think is so, so important. And as we heal the earth, we truly are healing ourselves. I mean, it really is affecting our mental chemistry. 
based on what we're putting in our bodies, what we're putting in our lungs, how clean our water is. I mean, it all affects us as, as people on this planet. Indeed. I mean, look at this care when we, when we rest, you know, when our body puts us down, you know, sometimes we'll get ill or something, you know, because our body's like too much, you know, cause we're, we're programmed to think that, you know, we always have to be working and doing and busy and the to-do list and what's on the list today. And what about if we just allow, and we trust that process, you know, when we allow, and I'd like to say rest is progress because yes. we allow ourselves to rest and we see that our body knows what to do naturally because our body is made of earth. And mm -hmm. so if we allow earth to rest and we allow her to do her work without interfering, she knows what to do. She, knows. she, she will do it for us. She knows how to generate and do the work. Yes. And we just have to allow and trust the processes to happen, you know, just yeah. like when we heal ourselves, let's let the earth heal. She, she can do it, you know? Yes. Yes, she can. And we can too. Indeed. We can heal and the earth can heal. And so, you know, find the small ways, the really little ways that we can contribute to healing mother earth and also healing ourselves. We both have all of this power. All of Indeed. us. Yeah. And so, you know, let's get in right relation and right let's relation. be in integrity, you know, with ourselves when no one's watching, you know, how we're treating the earth. And like I said, you can't do everything and you can do something. We can do you, something. Every yeah. single one can, um, person watching can do something. So let's encourage you to just pick one thing and start there. Indeed. Every yeah. single day. Yes. Every single day. Every day. So how can people find you? How can they connect with Eco Soul Care? So ecosoulcare.com on the web. And um, Shanna Willow Art is also my art business. Yeah. Um, I'm an Atlanta-based, Clarkston-based, which is right outside of Atlanta. Um, and, you know, team building is my thing. So whether it's with art or building a green team with your, with your family, um, I just love to work with people and really dive deep into what are your problems that need to be solved because we're all part of this problem, but we're also all part of the solution. Absolutely. And so how can we show up in a good way every day, doing better for our planet? And as we know, and, and we've been discussing in this, uh, do better for our planet. We're doing better for ourselves, you know? Yes. yes. So it's so true. And you're also on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. Instagram, Facebook. Um, you can sign up for my newsletter through my website. Um, you can see my, my bundles that I offer um, for my eco coaching. And I also, also do some women's circles um, called release and rekindle. And those are just places that we co-create around the Holy fire to burn and release things and be in a place of community and using our wisdom to, you know, support other women um, through this, uh, day retreat process. So, Beautiful. um, yeah, I love it. Beautiful. So make sure to connect with Shannon and this will be posted at Kara Keem. That's K A R A K I H M.com on my website. And then there will also be a podcast and I'll send that link out also. And then if you want to connect with me, you can go to Discover Your Wings 33 on Facebook and Instagram. And there's a link for a 15-minute consult to find out what I'm up to. And I actually spent a year just, I sold everything that I owned and I just went to explore nature and I camped and I just went into Canada yes. multiple times and I drove to Alaska and I just, I wanted ret to return to my essence. I wanted to return to who I was. And I did that through nature, through finding nature. So I wrote a book about that, discovering my wings, if anyone's ever interested in that, but that hey, I want to read it. <laughs> it was the most profound year mm. of my life is just to get back to nature. And I talk about not having a full length mirror not highlighting my hair, not doing all the things like how freeing and liberating and beautiful and embodied I felt. I mean, it was just, it was powerful to return to nature and to return to our roots and just to heal. I think nature is the best way to heal. You know, I can't remember who it is. I think 
and Frank has a quote about nature, like something like nature has a lot to teach us. Oh no, the best thing to do for those who are lonely, sad and afraid is to go outside into nature. That's what Anne Frank said. And then this other woman, Anne Wilson Schaff said, nature has a lot to teach us. Another to learn from her, we have to be in her. Indeed. And those yes. quotes that stuck with me for that year yeah. of living in nature. Yeah. And be in curiosity when you go in nature, you know, be in a place of that childlike energy. And as you, you experience, you spent a year doing that. And, you know, what would you say your number one takeaway was from that? Just that she can heal us if we allow. Oh, yes. what, what was your experience, Kara? What did you, what was your main takeaway from spending a whole year without all those material things? Because we are so programmed to be materialistic and so programmed. It, was, it doesn't fulfill us, you know, it doesn't. We're seeking outside of ourselves when everything is right in the ecology inside. Yes. And my biggest takeaway, the biggest thing I learned was my intuition. It was mm. that I am so wise. I have all of the answers already inside of me. And when we are in right relationship with ourselves, we have a direct line, a direct GPS to all that is greater than us to lead us and guide us. And I think that's where we find our soul purpose and our soul calling is our intuition. And I found that through being surrounded by nature and just returning to self. Indeed. Yeah, that that's a great point because that internal compass, you know, that some call it gut, you know, the gut yes. feeling, you know, that you get, that's your internal compass. That is. That's creator, the universe, whatever language yes. you use, you know, saying this is good for you or this is not good for you. Absolutely. And so not not good or bad, but, you know, in in response to that feeling, you know, we should be more in a place of listening to that rather than, oh, well, let me check with my therapist. Or let me check. This, yeah. Let me, you know, no, you know, you know, you have your gut. Yep. And so yes. now I coach women to help them access their intuition. And part of my business is to do um, intuitive nature walks. So I take women out to nature to get still, to get quiet and help them find that voice for themselves. Because th we are all our own healers. We are all our own gurus. You and I are just the guides. Indeed. And what a pleasure it is to be yeah. on this path. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. I love it. Thank you so much for being here today, Shannon. What a treat. And we will be doing more work together and we'll keep you all posted on what unfolds and when. Yes. Thank you, Kara. It's what a pleasure. And I hope that everybody, you know, remembers the relationship and, you know, this is a relationship. So, and it is a sacred partnership. Yes. So let's return to sacred reciprocity with our earth. And what if we measured how much we take? What if we had to give back equally that much? So that's a good, that's a good way to finish this and end this podcast is how about if you measure how much you're taking, let's give back the equal amount, you know, to, to our, our sacred mother, because she knows what to do. She knows how to heal. And if we just allow and trust the process, um, she'll do the work for us. So yes. Absolutely. Aho to that. Yes, mm. yes, yes. Thank you, Shannon. Thank you, Kara. What All a pleasure. Bye-bye. Right. See you soon. Bye.